The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow from the ground there. The trees were beautiful to look at. The fruit from the trees was good to eat. In the middle of the garden were two trees. One was the tree that gives life. The other was the tree that gives knowledge of what is good and what is evil. Genesis 2.9, the easy version. Strikers, let's find out what trees we're hanging in next on The Mighty Amble. God, you are my smith. Forge me into the servant that you would have me be. Hit me hard enough to brush the scale and impurities from my life. Draw out my life to the length that you would have it. Make me tough enough to resist persecution, and temper me so that I am hard enough to withstand my temptations. Lord, as I go through life, put me back in the fire from time to time to repair me as I get blemished with sin. And when my life is over and the fires of life are all quenched, Grant me a home with you in heaven. Amen. Amen. Well, there's no real brushing today. Uh, we should be getting really close to me heading out to California uh, real right. soon. So I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. Um, it's going to be exciting. Yes. Uh, you know, a learn, little learning yeah. experience yeah. for me. It's a vacation? No, uh, going to the LA Dream Center. Oh, that's awesome. Serving yeah. opportunity. Serving. That is awesome. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of excited. And uh, Strikers, if uh, you kind of recognize that uh, beautiful voice on the other end uh, that's not Alan's or mine, Aww. that is uh, Davin Ward. Uh, he's back. He is back. Thank you. Um, the reason we have him on today is his passion for freedom. Uh, it is a class uh, that uh, our church goes through. And if you are listening and your church has not brought that into their uh, book study, Highly, highly recommended. Um, it is from the Church of the Highlands in Alabama. I think that's correct. Um, what a great, great book to help you find what you need to be released from mm-hmm. and moving forward. But Davin and I, uh, I co-led with him. He led the group, and uh, I, I co-led with him. And just listening, well, actually, the, I've, I've been through it twice with Davin. Once as just a, uh, a participant yeah. Then uh, once I uh, going through that and seeing his heart for it and what it, it freed me from, I knew I, I wanted to do, I wanted to go through it with him again. So uh, what else can I say? Davin, welcome to the show. Strikers, welcome yeah. to Davin Ward. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. This is, uh, I had fun the first time, so I jumped on it. Second time you asked me to come. Right on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, it's, and freedom is, like you said, freedom is uh, close, near and dear to my heart. It's a, it's an incredible program. What uh what was it like listening to your voice the first time that you were through here? It was weird. Yeah. You know, it was kind of weird. Um, but it's different than I thought it was. You know, when you hear yourself talk, you're not listening. I, I don't. I don't listen to myself talk. So when I got to hear myself, I went, well, I mean, that's microphones can do amazing things. Mm. <laughs> yes, <they laughs> like, wow, that guy sounds really smart. Wait <laughs> yeah, a second. Right? <laughs> oh, that's me. Yeah. 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 What did uh Oh, Tana, right? What did Tana think of uh, your episode? You know, I, she liked it, but she didn't want me to get a big head. So, <laughs> you know, she said, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's really good. It's really good. So um, she enjoyed it, though. Yeah. 
you know, as I was uh, going through this week thinking about having Davin on the show, I was like, how interesting is it that he didn't meet and marry a, a Mary or a Jane or, you know, something like that. You actually met someone with an interesting name as mm-hmm. yourself. Like, yeah. Davin is not something that you run across guys all the time. Yeah, it's true. And uh, Tana is not really something. I, th- I, th- yeah. th- I don't know why that came to my mind, but, yeah, it was one of those things. Yeah, it's, it's, that is interesting. It is interesting. Um, you know, we met in the church. We met uh, at ALC at the, it was a revival night. And um, I don't know if I told that story, but we, the uh, prophet said, don't leave the same way you came in. So as I was walking up the stairs um, with Jose Perez, she came running up the stairs because she literally was not going to leave the same way she came in. And, and we had turned and just at that point and just almost went eye to eye. And uh, it's been outstanding ever since. I, I keep telling people jokingly, but seriously, I put a ring on it before she figured it out. That Before <laughs> <laughs> she man. figured me out. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what was, you know, uh, since trying to change things up here and since we've already gone over your core values and your core scripture, trying to think about things, how do we, how do, with that, the guys that are coming back, how, what do we, how do we change it up with the brotherhood series that we came through? Um, who's your three we had a couple of guys on and we would test them like so what's the other guy's core values you know and that kind of kind of that was a trip trip some guys up it's like hey that's a really good question mm-hmm. and i should know that about my brother uh, the other day i say the other day it was actually today these we're, we're, we are recording out of order two records there so two today uh, the question what, what was the question that stumped him um it was it was interesting anyway we'll move on i digress i think it was about um had to do with the family yeah if i can bring it back i'll yeah. bring it back but uh so one mm-hmm. of the questions that i had for you that i was thinking about was what's one of your earliest church memories and like how old were you what was what was going on that kind of my very first church memory was um vacation bible school and i believe it was sunnyville baptist church and i don't remember much of it uh, but i think i was introduced to church so to speak, at a vacation Bible study or vacation Bible school. Um, I went to a Methodist church in Oak Cliff. That's when I was introduced to what church was. So it was the, it was a Methodist, the long pews, very traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where I got baptized in the Holy Spirit when I was a teenager. Uh, so it, my early experience was, was good. You know, but I was a kid, you know, I'm half in and half out and right. Yeah. Farting around on the pews. And so as most kids are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, when was the moment that you thought, Oh, this is, I think I'm going to be all in. I was probably, you know, when you get a little bit older, the days and years start to run in, but probably about 15 years ago, um, I had decided I'd gone through a divorce, decided something's got to change, and I started making that transition to what I thought was um, a Christ follower, was more legalistic than being a Christ follower. The 
the transition really happened going to ELC a couple of years ago. Gotcha. And it was a transition from, and this is where freedom is so relevant, uh, the tree of life versus the tree of knowledge of good and evil, where I was serving from. I was serving from a place of trying to please people, trying to please God, and work my way in mm. instead of the relationship. Um, and that has helped me immensely. I mean, it, it's everything. It's everything. It's not about serving. It's about uh, the relationship you have. And that that's up and down, and then that transfers to your relationships with your brothers and sisters. Yeah. Who led you to who led you to Jesus? Man, that was so long ago. I don't, I I can't I remember where I was when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, but I don't I, I couldn't tell you when. It was I was a teenager. Gotcha. So yeah. It's a long time ago. Yeah, we're not we're not young chickens anymore, are we? No. No. <laughs> 58 is not a teenager. <laughs> 58 years old, man, and look every day of 45. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm hoping I, hoping I follow that suit here pretty soon. I appreciate that. Alan, you want to bring us in? Yeah, so I guess we'll just start at the top. Um, how did you hear about freedom? Through Elevate Life Church. Um, and it was infancy stage, so they had had probably two or three um, freedom trimesters. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had been through a program that was a 12-step program very similar to Freedom at the church I was going to before. And I'd been through that twice um, and really didn't get what I wanted out of it. It was more of a legalistic thing. Uh, yeah, I can step through this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this, I knew I needed it, but I didn't know why I needed it, right. if that makes sense. Yep. Um, so when I went through it this time, there was a real um, conviction to dig in and get every squeeze, every drop out of this. And uh, this is such a Holy Spirit-inspired program that you literally get in what you, what you put in. So you said that it sounded like your expectations had kind of changed from when you first went to freedom to as, as you've gone to other as you've gone through freedom multiple times, how has that, what did you, I guess, what was your expectation the first time you went in versus recent, more recent times? The first time I went in, I knew I, I needed it because of the two, the 12-week programs that I was at before. Mm-hmm. So I knew the legalistic side wasn't going to work. So um, I was expectant to get, as much as I could out of it. So I'm going to put as much as I could. I was intentional about doing the work, daily doing the work, setting time to do the work, and let Holy Spirit do His work. So that's in the beginning. Then you get to see at the end when you go through the 12-week um, the celebration. On the back side, I had the opportunity to co-lead and then to lead, you get to see the just the transformation that it made in my life and that it makes in other men's lives and and i'm sure other women's but you know it's a men's group for me the transition is it's it's mind-blowing holy spirit shows you something new every time 
on you and you get to see that in other in other people you know it's an interesting little thing there that you mentioned and i do want to say that we do have some female listeners that uh freedom is a course for men and women but they because of the the information that we discuss and the topics we discuss they break it up into male and female classes uh just and then we don't really share it with our i mean we don't really go with it through our wives because there's some I guess secrets. I don't know. Well, what, it, what the reason is I wouldn't say secrets. I, I would just say that we're, and I, 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 we're built differently. The way that we talk to each other as men is not the way that we talk to our wives, right? And that's not the way that the, the wives talk to each other either. And the absolute and the struggles that the challenges that we go through as men are different than women go through and that's not to say anything about anything other than men need a place to be open and transparent and not have anybody go who when you deal with that Um, so it, it I think it's way better maybe eventually you could do a, a couples that wouldn't be I mean, I really wouldn't even want to go there. I, I think for the men to get together, and even in a smaller group, the group that we went through, um, versus the bigger groups, I think the smaller the groups, the more intimate you get. And men that are not as willing to talk, or you don't have a, you're kind of dead to rights, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Right? There's not enough. There's enough people to where you can't hide. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and one of the last times that we went through this, just to transition right quick, um, when we were leading, when Scott and I were leading, um, the revelation of, I believe it was, that, that God can speak to, can speak a scripture and speak to each and every single one of us at the different levels we're at. Whether we had a, a pretty diverse group, we had some um, new believers, some that uh, had backslid, come back in, or for whatever reason, and he could speak to you right where you're at, at the exact point. It's it's amazing. It's amazing to me. You mentioned transparency and being vulnerable uh, during the class. Did, did you find it hard to be open with the struggles that you go through? Yes, until you have to. Be, until I got intentional and went, I'm gonna get it out, and just because I'm tired of holding on to it. I I think you have to get to a point at which you, for me, I had to get to a point to where the burden is so heavy um, that I had to get it out. And then once I got it out, uh, it was, it's it's freedom. And then other men get set free. Uh, I had, um, my, one of my biggest issue was pornography. I had to, was this where I get excited? Sorry. No, sir. <laughs> no. Um, uh, but the freedom of that is, and that was going through the very first time I went through, what Holy Spirit had revealed what that actually does and, and how that corrupts what you think um, about his creation, not just about women, but about his creation. And I'll never forget what changed everything was 
Holy Spirit said, so you think how I built women is not as good as you can build women. Mm. Mm. And that's when I went, well, wait a second. I, I really need to step back through that. Does that mean that the struggle is completely gone? I don't think that struggle is ever completely gone for, at least for me, I think most men deal with that. That's how we're built, we're visual. And, um, but I don't think you get to that level of freedom until you get that out. And then there's other men that go, well, wait a second, I struggle with that. Yeah. And I struggle with that. And then you find that most of us do. And now is when you get into free. Over the course of the, of the freedom class, what did you learn about yourself? Well, the biggest one was I was legalistic and didn't think I was. So I'm doing all these things and serving in all these things to get approval from man until Holy Spirit comes and said, who are you doing it for? And if you're doing it for me, then you're living from the tree of life. If you're doing it for approval um, or to earn your way in, that's knowledge of good and evil. So that was one of the biggest thing I've learned and that God loves me. You know, that the, he wants to have a relationship with me. He has called me by name. And I can't even put that into words of how special that is and how that's transformed what obedience is, right? Because obedience is something that's out of, it's out of love. It's not out of what the world has said uh, because the world has corrupted obedience and, and what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes from a place that is, uh, that's deep and it's a special place to where I, w- I, wanna, I wanna please him. And you can't even put that into words. What is your approach to searching for God, and why is that approach important? You know, I was watching the tape last night. I was reading the notes and and watching the tape. Um, My approach towards God is I come to him from a place of love, right? Mm -hmm. That he wants to have relationship with me and that he is there. 24 7 yeah and all i have to do is give him some time it is and that he wants to have a relationship with me and it's not like something okay i got to do this um he just wants to and that really makes me want to mm-hmm. so it really is out of place of love to answer your question yeah it you know for me it really changes how I, you know, it changed, freedom changed how I approached God. And I think we talked, you talked a little bit about legalism and that kind of stuff. But when you have that relationship with God, you know, the approach is different. It's not about everything that we can do. It's not about the works. It's not about how we act. It's about just having that relationship. And you end up doing those things that he's asking you to do, not because you have to, but because Oh, this is uh, I get it. This is because I want to. I love I love my father and I want to do the things that, that please him, not because I have to, but because I want to please him. So, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. You know, the big bonus for me is the joy you get from 
the obedience because the fruit of that is other people are other people get set free or the other people get blessed and you get to watch that that's mm-hmm. that's an amazing that's an amazing thing he always comes through us from a place of love that was the biggest thing i learned out of freedom he, he loves us you know so the forgiveness or or anything that he is um asking us to do always comes from a place of love the first section so the the course is kind of broken down into three sections and the, the first one talks about the, the two trees. Uh, how do you know when you're li- Well, I don't know if you want to touch on the, the two types of two trees. Yeah. The, the, the tree, how do you know when you're in the tree of knowledge of good and evil and when you're in the tree of life? For me, it's, it's, the, it's the peace. And are you coming, are you speaking life? You speak life into everything. If you're speaking life into everything you do, everything you see, um, all the way down to the to the plant. I, I started a garden, and um, you don't mind if I go off on a rabbit trail for a no, second. No, 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 no. Um, and I'm not much of a gardener, and we've got these city boxes, and it's all self-contained, and everybody's saying these things are so great, and we started planting these things, and, I'm, and I looked at my wife and I said these things aren't going to grow I mean this isn't going to work and I walked back in and the, and the Holy Spirit this is the advantage of mm. relating and having a relationship with the Holy Spirit you can start to hear from him he said well of course it's not going to work you just spoke a curse over it mm. and I went Whoop. so I promptly went back out <laughs> and reversed the curse and spoke blessings over it and they're growing like crazy but to speak from a um, from when you're in the tree of life, it's a place of speaking life. And you know you're speaking life because it's the peace of the Lord that comes on you. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil, it's really basically it's about me. And, and what am I going to get out of it? The tree of life is what am I going to give out of it? Mm, gotcha. Right? That's good. Yeah. What do you find? Uh, so at the beginning, oh, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. At the beginning of uh, freedom, where did you find yourself? What tree did you find yourself in more often? Oh, I had a tree house in the tree of knowledge. We didn't even custom built. Yeah, and my refrigerator and snacks. Right. Yeah. Right. So, well, and the and the deception of that whole thing is that you don't even think you're in that. Um. It is, well, you know, I'm going to church. I'm serving. I'm being an usher. I'm doing all these awesome things that, you know, God has got to love me. And um, not that he just does because of I'm his son. Um, that's where I, I, I was deceived and, and that's, I lived there. So, the, so the tree of good, uh, the tree of knowledge, and, or good and all. Oh man! So the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Is it more like a checkbox? It is a checkbox. Making, making sure I'm checking the boxes. And, yeah, absolutely. And then, absolutely. And then we got the life is where the relationship just happens. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, it changes changes things from 
yeah, like you said, from about, I think that's an important distinction, which you mentioned. It's about me and what am I getting out of this versus, you know, what am I giving people? What am I, how am I, how am I helping somebody's day to be easier? That's how right. am I encouraging somebody else? Hey, amen. Amen. That's good. Well, let's uh, pay some bills real quick. We will uh, come back in a short time, but let's uh, take a listen to uh, some messages from our sponsors. All right, Strikers, welcome back. Um, Davin, uh, and some good conversations happening so far. Um, what do you feel God is working on, was working on with you during freedom? Well, I, I think it's an extension of where he's has, is getting me now. It's getting out of myself and getting past myself and what my perception is versus his perception. And, and what I mean by that is um, getting out of what my expectation is or what I think is going to happen and getting into seeing through his eyes. And it's, it's a more of a vertical relationship because everything else will happen on the horizontal if the vertical is lined up right so if my eyes are on him if my communion my relationship is on him nothing really else matters if you can get to the place to where nothing else really matters whether it's good bad not to say that it does it's not hard or easy but and in an eternal perspective, nothing else matters but him. Everything, he works everything out. And to give you a quick example, I was reading um, Philippians. Paul was in prison when he was writing Philippians. And I thought, man, how blessed we are that that letter got out mm-hmm. of prison. Hmm. And it's like Holy Spirit said, I'm God. I can do anything. And he has helped me through this journey that I'm on now is that he literally can do anything. I literally don't have to worry about anything or fear anything. Does that mean I step back into the flesh? Yes. But once we get to the revelation of he can do anything, all I have to do is follow. You ever have a time where uh, you're sitting in the tree of uh, good and evil and you're like, man, I'm going to sit here for a while. You can't make me get in the other tree. <laughs> Absolutely. When I'm selfish. When you're selfish. Yeah. And want to be selfish. You know, that's, yeah, I can do that. What are some uh, tools that you use to, to get out of that? You know, okay, I see it. I don't want to budge. But, you know, I need, I need to do something. I, I, I think... You know, the name of Jesus changes the atmosphere. Just the very name of it. Amen to that. So, I say, I trust you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, lead, guide, and direct me in everything I say and do. Let me speak life into everything, every person I see. Um, And I will literally just keep saying, I trust you, Jesus. I trust you, Jesus. It changes the atmosphere. So, you mentioned, so we kind of touched on earlier about how men go through freedom separately from the women. Has, your wife has been through freedom. Yes, yeah. Did you notice uh, at the end the way that your relationship with your wife changed? Mm, yes. She, now, she went through it right before we got married. So um, I was leading 
or was co-leading a class and she uh, as she went through it and and the the change is astronomical um it's like a light bulb goes off and you go wow that's that's amazing so um it, it's it's as powerful for women as it is for men yeah. no question it, it is and that just a testimony to the to the power of, of jesus name of what he can do he can take the same book it's the exact same words we go through the same book the men and the women go through the exact same book and how god speaks to women and how he speaks to men it's amazing it's amazing you can almost break that down into individuals how he speaks to individuals as well I mean, absolutely it's not just male female but it's uh it's how he speaks. Just, you know, it's that relationship, right? It's we each have a, a different relationship with him. We each have a different relationship with each other, and how that relationship uh, culminates, how it, it builds, it's all individual to to us. I wasn't going to almost say individual individuals. Yeah, but it does, and and we're all at different places, and God loves regardless of where we are in our walk. God loves us all exactly the same. Um. It's just, it's amazing. It's well, amazing. he may love me a little bit more, I'm just saying. He might. He might. He might. Especially not after a comment like that. Um, going through freedom, or people who haven't gone through freedom yet, what would you say or to encourage them or to why they need it? What's your elevator pitch on, on freedom? It lifts the weight. Mm, yes. Um, and sometimes the weight that you don't even know you're carrying. Mm. Right? Um, forgiveness and the, to step through the, the forgiveness piece is so critical to freedom. Um, but even before that, to understand the relationship that uh, Jehovah God wants to have with us that he gave us his son to carry all the sin and to give us eternal life the power that he gives us through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to work through us um, it's I mean it's it's everything and if you can get people to understand that the weight that you're carrying that you don't even fully understand that you're carrying can be lifted going through these 12 weeks if you can get them to that point you're the hook is there without any naming any names in any of the classes that you went through can you name or can you talk about one of the most amazing breakthroughs that you saw and it might have even been yourself um i there was there was one one gentleman that um was astronomically was the largest breakthrough he had a uh, he had a, a son that had committed suicide and I had carried that weight for five years and the the weight what was released from that 
was it's un, it was undescribable um, that he got to, I, I don't, you get stuck uh, you have a traumatic event and you get stuck at that place and it, if the enemy can keep you in a place of confusion um, mm-hmm. in a place of self-pity and why me he's got you and sometimes you don't even know how to get out of it you know you need to get out of it you hear uh, the messages and that you know there's freedom in Christ who the son has set free is free indeed but you're still stuck so I think the light bulb moment that that was made one of the largest impacts on me I mean that's 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 what we did freedom for right that's to see those and then we get to be a part of that yes. so the transformation that we get to go wow i just got to sit in and be mm-hmm. a i'm just a willing vessel is all i am and i get to see that that's where the tree of life comes mm-hmm. from because you get to see life it's amazing it's amazing you've moved on to churches yeah and does your current location have carry freedom not yet. And uh, are you an integral part of maybe putting that together and bringing that? I very much want to do that. Right on. Yeah, I very much want to do that. And Alan, what about you too? We don't carry freedom yet, but yeah, it would be, I think it'd be great. Because I, I know that there are, I mean, we're human. We struggle every day with everything that's going mm-hmm. on, especially with what's going on now. You know, we just got, we're still going through COVID and you know, people can't find a house and jobs are still kind of shaky. So I'm sure that there are people in our church that could use a class, a course like this as well. There's so much fear mongering, for lack of a better word. Um, this country is so gripped with fear uh, that that you make, almost make stupid decisions. Um, mm-hmm. And that's where freedom helps. Mm-hmm. You know, to understand where fear comes from. We have not been given a spirit of fear. Uh, we should literally never fear anything. And that's, uh, that's hard. It is hard. So, the enemy's busy. Yes, he is. He yes, is busy. He is. Uh, in different parts. Uh, I was about to go down a rabbit hole myself. I think we kind of discussed it, but in, a, uh, in another way of saying it, what was your favorite part about freedom? Celebration. Celebration? Yeah. Yeah, talk to me about celebration. Well, the first time I went through, um, I, I just, I will carry this with me forever. Uh, you go through the different sections, right? You're praying over the different sections, and the section that I was going through was shame. And um, we were standing up, waiting to go in line, and I'm, I'm praying, I'm going, I don't have any shame. That's, you know, I, I know I'm fear-based, or I was fear-based, and... Um, I don't have any shame. And as I'm walking up to the line, I'm going, Holy Spirit saying, really? And you know, kind of when you get a really statement from the Holy Spirit, then you know what's coming next, right? Because <laughs> like, uh, he said, well, what about this? I said, okay, okay. And, and then what about this? And by the time I got up to pray, um, I, I wanted to tell the guy, you got about 10 minutes? <laughs> you know, I, I need, I, I need, I need to unload some things. So um, that was a special, that was a special time. 
on the other side, on the leadership side, to get you get to pray for people and watch the weight drop. Um, and once you get past yourself, going, "Oh, I, I, I don't know, what, I don't know if I'm ready for this." Well, if you let the Holy Spirit take over, you don't have to be ready for it. You just let Him flow, and then you just get to go. It's amazing. It's a, so the celebration by far is, is one of my favorite parts. And that's a, a different. So you go through twelve weeks of the book, and at the end of that book, everybody that's going through all the cel, you know, through celebration during that season, joins together at, at a location we happen to at our church, yeah. and uh, there was an overview, which. We're recording out of order, so I was like, do I say, well, last week we talked about with the Honeycuts about this, but actually, we're actually recording this one before we actually talk to the overview with the Honeycuts. Um, but, yeah, celebration is definitely, a, you know, it's a different, it's it's kind of a different thing than the whole class. It's it's a celebration that you've let, let free, and there's uh, some praying. Um, I've seen some amazing releases, as you were saying, with the one gentleman. Uh, through that that celebration yeah it, it's amazing so so if it wasn't if you asked had asked not the the freedom section um the first week is is always good it's one of my favorite because it's the tree of you know he does the um pastor hodges does the video and the light bulb moment that tons of men have mm-hmm. of i didn't even know there were two trees mm-hmm. um to start that journey um the forgiveness week and leading up to the forgiveness week is super powerful um power of words is is good i mean there's some they're all outstanding in their own way but week one week one is week one is good yeah Yeah. i think that was my most impactful week just to know it wasn't that i didn't know that there were two trees i think the most impactful thing was just the relationship with god you know, yeah, I was going to church and I was, uh, you know, doing, leading my family. I was serving and doing those things, but it wasn't about those things. It's not about the works. It's about the relationship that you have with Jesus and spending the time with him. One of the things that uh, I also, I'm not sure if it's part of the, the curriculum that they do this in or if it's just something that we added into uh, our classes, but we, we open up with a song of worship. Um, and can you talk about that? That what that does is um, that puts us in a place of getting the days and the stuff out, and that it is the most unique thing about the freedom for me is that it's it's for us individually, and it needs to be how I feel, and this is what I'm struggling with, and it's not a Bible study that is more, you know cross-talking it is more me and the song pushes well first of all God inhabits the praises of his people mm-hmm. so when the songs are on um, God is there and when the Holy Spirit is there things happen so to start that song off that starts your your posture in the right direction and it allows me to just move everything aside for a little while 
for that hour and a half and this is a, it's a sacred place that we move forward yeah for me it was uh and i think you kind of said it but it was a brushing off of the day and just resetting of the mind and making sure that i'm i'm right i'm right where i need to be when to be open yeah. yeah, inviting the Holy Spirit. In. Exactly, yeah. that's good. And to kind of mention, so I don't, like I said, I don't know if that's something that the course intended or if that's just something that ELC had added or requested or if the honey cuts, we'll find out Yeah. Uh, the next, the next uh, episode that we record. But one of the things that I was, uh, when, when I was co-leading, and I didn't know the history of the song, but I was like, hey, that'd be nice if everybody got to pick their song each week and rotate it. But there was a reason. You were very intentional about having the same song each week. And why is that? Well, it, it, we first started out that way. Um, but the, because you know the intentional song, you start with the same song. Everybody knows. This is when business starts. Mm. And when it's time to the small chat stops, um, if you're if you're playing Christian music while people are coming in and mingling around, when this song starts, it's it's business. I like it's it. time to do business. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if uh, you are starting your freedom class, I would highly recommend that that be the the, the kickoff of each day, just to kind of reset, you know, your expect not the expectations, but the to brush off everything from the oh, the brushing. Yeah, see, what we're doing see? There? the That's anvil. Awesome. That's yes, it. so That's we're brushing off the impurities of that day mm-hmm. and uh so that we can get so that god doesn't have to work through that stuff right and uh can get through us in, you know a, at a quicker pace yeah um well you know uh we are at 46 minutes and that's kind of unusual yeah. um but i like it because it's been a long day uh davin i really do appreciate you coming out uh i know that uh with what you bring <laughs> you're gonna bring you're gonna we'll have you on again I awesome. really do enjoy spending some time with you and then having the conversations. I've actually got some topics that I want to discuss with you as well, so we'll move on Stand with that. Up. So next week, we will have Josh Lashua with us, and he's going to be talking about the overflow of the heart. And uh, that was another great section. Well, they're all, there's only three, three sections, and they're all great. They just There's so much. Um, so, yeah, with that, uh, again, we, our tradition is to have our guests pray us out and if you would do us the honor, sir, would you? I would be happy to. I would be happy to. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Mm. If with the name of Jesus, everything changes. It changes the atmosphere, and we thank you so much for everything you do for us. Lord Jesus, we ask that you forgive anything that we have done and that you clean our temples. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for the fellowship that you allow us to have and what you did on the cross. Thank you so much. We just humbly come before you and ask that you go before us. The Holy Spirit, that you help us speak life to everyone we see, everything we do, and that everybody sees you and not us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Right on. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yes, thank, thank you. Oh, I had great. This was fun. I'm, I'm glad this you enjoyed fun. it. This uh, lets you. It is fun. You know, it makes it a little bit easier. Like you said, you enjoy coming out here. So Yeah, yeah, um, it's fun. So All right, uh, Strikers, 
Um, we appreciate y'all's time with us and hope y'all have gained something. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions on freedom and how you can get a hold of uh, the course, you know, email us and let us know. Uh, we'll definitely forward that information to you. But it's a great, great, um, yeah, it's a great study. And I highly, highly recommend it and hope y'all get as much out of it as we did. You can email us at mightyanvilpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Amen. Right on. We'll Amen. see you later. <laughs>